because we protect our pain, you know? We protect our pain because it hurts too bad. We coddle it when we find communities of people who love on us and, and, and understand us and understand what we're going through. If, if your marriage, it can get in between you and your husband, your husband look, looking up under the sheet and you ripping it down because of the fact that, you know, it hurts too bad. It hurt, it hurt too much to, to dive in into it on my own. I needed someone like you in order to push me and challenge me to go ahead and dismantle those stories because I didn't want to, I personally just didn't want to admit and I didn't want to admit that like chronic stress was, I didn't know that chronic stress was the root cause. All, all of the trauma and stories and stuff that I had experienced had led up to that moment. But you're a living testament and a testimony to what you're saying because you, and you just got free. So now you create a new narrative instead of saying 80% of black and brown women are, should expect to get fibroids over 50. Now you're like, I completely healed from mine. Let me show you how to do that. And now you're walking in there talking about, you know y'all can completely heal, right? What? Let me show you how. You're going to create a whole new narrative and a whole new movement around what's possible. And welcome to Why She's Winning. Today, I have the amazing, phenomenal, brilliant, talented, gorgeous, young Tenderoni, baby unicorn, Jennifer Branson. Jennifer, oh, and I'm your host, Krista Rutherford. Has this started? I'm not seeing anything. Can y'all see us now? Before we get started? Lena, can you see us now? Lena be right on time. Let me see. Can you see us now? You know this is live. Okay, great. Leandra can see us. Let's get this party popping. Oh, did I talk about how fine I was today? I'm your host, the amazing and phenomenal finest wine. Fine like wine. Aging like fine wine over here, Jennifer. I just want to let you know when you're 40-something, you want to look like this. Christy Rutherford. So let's talk about Jennifer. Jennifer is an imaginative, creative thinker with over seven years of experience as a communication and digital strategist. She had no idea that chronic stress played a major role in developing health conditions, which severely diminished her quality of life. Once she identified chronic stress as a root cause, she embarked on a life-changing journey toward a happier and healthier life. Now she's sharing her incredible stories and the tools to break free from the dark haze of stress while helping other women heal in the process. As a women's health advocate and speaker, Jennifer has been featured in a Refinery29 exclusive with Senator turned Vice President Kamala Harris upon the introduction of the Uterine Fibroid Research and Education Act. She served with the White Dress Project for over four years as the organization's first board chair in Washington, D.C., she was instrumental in getting July declared, that was you, Fibroid Awareness Month in Maryland, ow, and in Washington, D.C. under her leadership. She has also been a panelist for Healthcare's Blind Spot, the Racial and Social Disparities of Youth and Fibroids at the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation's annual legislative conference. She graduated from American University with a Master of Arts degree in interactive journalism. She is one of the first Americans, she is the first American to attend the European Institute of Journalism and the European Communication School in Paris, France. She bougie. She also attended Alliance Francaise, Francais, where she mastered the French language during her time in Paris. Get ready as Jennifer ascends the greater heights with a new purpose, ushering women, I said ushering, ushering women into healing as a founder of Discover Your Bliss Network. 
her earlier accomplishments are merely a foreshadowing of her future as a new author and coach. She is only getting started. Welcome, Jennifer. Hello. Okay, I was going to read that whole bio. You hear me? The whole thing. Oh, interview's over. Jennifer's great. We've been talking for an hour. So, <laughs> I got, I retrieved my book from my brother's closet this weekend. I was like, how does thing get in there? After the event, it went sideways. So, this is Jennifer's book, Release the Pressure. So, we're going to talk about the journey of how she got to where she is today. And I don't know, Jennifer, if you saw my post today, it was very offensive where I said that sometimes people have surrounded themselves uh, with a community of clappers for their mediocre accomplishments that they don't even know when they lose it. I've been trying to figure out how to say that for three days. You don't even know you lose it. You got people clapping for your mediocrity. So I ain't calling you mediocre, but we're going to talk about this health condition. So Jennifer, what was going on with you when you decided to reach out to the team here at Vision Finder International? So let me say, I did see your LinkedIn post, and yes, it needed to be said. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> now on the other side of it, I see it and I'm sick of it. But um, <laughs> I was suffering when I first met you. I had a, a variety of health conditions. I stuttered since I was three years old, number one. I had fibroids, I had endometriosis, I had high blood pressure, and a lot of other conditions that stem from endometriosis. Um, and so that's where I was when I first met you. I unknowingly became a women's health advocate just to just to help women in the same position I was. And I thought I was sharing my testimony until I met you. <laughs> and and that first phone call, you shut me down immediately. Like you said, well, what is it that you want to do? And I said that I wanted to travel the world. I wanted to share my story with, with everyone to let them know how I got over. And, and you said, uh, I am not inspired by that story. Okay. Jennifer fell off in the middle of that. So, hey, y'all, we've, we've been having some difficulties over here with these interviews for the past few days, but I do want to share uh, a video that Jennifer created. I, I got to figure out where it is right quick, but let's talk about it. Oh, there she go. She came back fast. She don't play. Um, okay, there she go. There she go. Go ahead. Like I said, <laughs> you said, I am not inspired by that story. There's nothing inspiring about what you just said. You're not sharing your story. You're sharing trauma that is etched in my soul and in my memory. And it's going to be all of my, it's going to follow me all of my days because that was a pivotal point in my journey with someone challenging me um, that the, the story that I was telling myself was not true. And the only thing else I remember from that first conversation was that you were yelling, change your narrative. You have to change your narrative. <laughs> And so, yeah, that, that was the first conversation. That, that wasn't even you reading me, but it, it was something that I needed to hear in order for me to think differently about this whole journey. So, I was yelling? Yes, you were yelling. You were yelling. <laughs> Don't nobody believe that. Um, except for the Eagle crew who go, I can't wait to see them comments coming. They'd be like, oh, yeah, you be. So, 
Yeah, I said that. Like, ain't nobody inspired by that raggedy story you tell it. I wanted to share this video. I was trying to figure out, and I was supposed to do it this morning, but you know, I got busy. I'm busy. I forgot. But this video right here, like, let me see. Can y'all see that part? Let me let me show you. I wanted to show the clip. Um, I just want to show the clip, y'all. If I can get this clip in order, so y'all work with me. This is my first time doing it. I should have like uploaded it. Christian ain't that technologically advanced. I ain't doing all that. But let's show this clip right here. Look at look at this. What you? Hold on. Let me let me unmute this 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 tragedy. Let me let's unmute this. about this yeah see how raggedy you were um <laughs> do i need to play it again no. I mean, wait hold on what look what is this like are you smiling and everything it raggedy what is a real smile i, was I mean hurting. look at this i mean my god what what is I'm shocked and appalled. What, what is going on right here? You is, I'm walking down the road. I'm getting my life right, y'all. Look at me. I'm, I'm getting it together. I just had surgery, and I was walking five days later. Ugh, ugh. How did you just go call her raggedy? Yeah, it was raggedy, Dana. Dana said, how you going to call her raggedy? Look, all right, so let's get to it. Because I'm watching this video, and I'm like, my God. But this is the thing, Jennifer. That was, that was normal in your life right like so let's talk about how far back this goes because because i interviewed you last october but you've got better and better and finer and finer uh let's let's talk about how why did you adopt this narrative that having multiple surgeries uh for your fibroids was okay and it was okay to be a warrior with a condition so how far in your family line has this gone back Oh my gosh, almost every woman in my family has had a hysterectomy after having fibroids. That was the story. They all reached their breaking points the same way. They all hemorrhaged. They couldn't stop bleeding. And once they have once they went to the doctor, the doctor said, Oh, hysterectomy, and immediately stamped them as hysterectomy. But because they had already had children and that was the only option presented to them, um, because like how many of us put our lives into doctors' hands and thinking that we've taken that as law. And so because of that, they were like, well, baby factory's over. I'm tired of suffering. I'm tired of being in pain. And I remember, I vividly remember like my mom and how my mom's mom is a single mom. And she would come home and she would come home from work. But during certain times of the month, she would immediately retreat to her room and she would not come out. And I didn't know at the time that she was suffering from fibroids. She also had a variant that she didn't, didn't have endometriosis. I caught it worse, of course, because I'm the next generation. Um, but my great grandmother had a hysterectomy. That that was the narrative and the story um, when we were sitting around the kitchen table, and I was diagnosed with fibroids. I will never forget it. About how the elders were were telling their horror stories about 
you know, being, you know, having these fibroids and having to have to get a hysterectomy and looking at me like, well, you know, <laughs> we know that you haven't had any kids yet, but do you want to get it taken all out? And those were conversations, those are still conversations that they still have with amongst themselves, even after I healed. So yeah, that was the complete narrative. That was my ecosystem. Hey, Chris Rutherford here. I hope that you enjoyed the podcast so far. But what I know that you'll love even more is joining us in our private community. Join us in this private community. Let Money Loves Happy People and get live and on-demand insights so you can use this information to live the life that you truly and deserve. Get a raise and a promotion, no problem. Step into your purpose, no problem. Get the relationship that you deserve, no problem. Look, it's never too late to live the life that you deserve. It's never too late to live a life of total fulfillment. You just need information and inspiration to get on the path and live in your greater life. So go ahead again, click on the link on around this video, join us in our private community and change your life for the best. Take care. See you soon. So your ecosystem was set up with dysfunction. Normalize and almost expected and passed down generational curse due to expectations. Like, you know, when, when people, uh, you know, you go to the doctor and they say, well, does anybody in your family have any medical conditions? I'd be like, what does that have to do with me? Because you're more likely, no, the F-U-C-K, I'm not going to cuss because I ain't Carly from last week. No, I'm not. Like, I don't have high blood pressure. Just because somebody in my family has high blood pressure, that means that they eat differently than I do. They don't work like, I, they don't work out like I do. So how dare you tell me what I'm going to get? And I fell for it too when they talked about how, um, if if anyone in your family or your mom's side has breast cancer, you're more likely to get it. So I'm 22 going to the doctor with my boobs hurt and talking about, check me, check me, check me. Something's there. Something's there. Cause they told me that I was more likely to get it because of whatever. So we've allowed doctors to do much with data and do much with the diagnosis that is not even ours. And so it's not just doctors that have doomed your family. Now your family has created this whole narrative. So then yours is you've been expecting with compound interest since, since you were a baby, pretty much. You've been expecting if you listen to your great grandmother, your grandmother, your mother, your aunts, your cousins, all the women in your family since you were younger have been telling you what's going to happen to you. You've been expecting it. And when it shows up, it comes with the vengeance. Is that pretty much what happened? That's pretty much what happened. That's it's pretty much what happened. That's the only thing I knew about fibroids at the time. I was diagnosed in 2012. I was 23 uh, when I was diagnosed, and I, and I remember the day that, that it happened. I had lower abdominal pain. Was rushed to the hospital. They thought I had appendicitis and sent me back home. That was wrong. Um, and later found out that I had all of these fibroids and immediately went through hormone therapy and nonstop ER visits. And it just kept getting progressively worse over time. And now that I'm on the other side of it, I can see that the manifestation of those conditions was just a direct correlation with how I felt internally. I'm straight muted. So uh, <laughs> he said my, maybe his wife is about to get laparoscopic partial because of four large, large fibroids. Should she or should she not? So I would say we, we do not offer uh, medical advice over here. This is just simply 
the the views expressed by Jennifer and Chris Rutherford are not medically backed by anything, but we are backed by the name of Jesus and the Lord. But uh, so I, we, I'm, I'm necessarily not necessarily going to advise you on that, but we'll talk about how Jennifer got over hers and we'll offer like what can happen as opposed to what should happen. How about that? Was that a good disclaimer, Jennifer? That was a very good disclaimer. I wrote the same disclaimer in my book. <laughs> All right. So created a narrative. Now let's go back to this conversation that we had. So you said you stuttered uh, since you were three. Y'all yeah. y'all noticed that we've been talking for the past 14 minutes. Jennifer has not stuttered um, at all, at all. You had endometriosis, fibroids, and I, I didn't know at the time you had high blood pressure. Yes. Onset so you, high blood pressure. But but the thing about it is, which is hysterical to me, I was telling somebody yesterday, you ain't even know. I and I'm listening to your past, and I was like, you know, you're not normal, right? You was like, huh? <laughs> I'm the apple of my mother's eye. I was like, what did I call you? Because it's hysterical. It's the funniest thing to me. So I was like, ain't no way you walk around with all that baggage and you normal. What are you talking about? So tell us about that part of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. So I had two prior conversations before that infamous second session. Uh, with with Christy, um, the the second conversation, it was you, you were rendered speechless. You basically said, "You, you, <laughs> I cannot let you walk out into the world as crazy as you are." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? Who said I was crazy?" <laughs> and you said, "Look, you belong in my master class." I don't care what we got to do. I was the only one who booked a follow-up call with you that day. That reel that you just played was actually the weekend of your weekend program. And I could not join because I had so many complications from the actual surgery. Um, and that was my second one. Um, and so that second session, you still hearing this sob story. And I think you just got tired. Like you were sick of me. And <laughs> you ushered, because Monique was my coach, you ushered Monique to take her off me. You said, tag me in because I've had a word for you. And you said, you you gave me the story about, about how women generations before us and how they used to pick cotton. Because I was telling you about, you know, all of the trouble I was having with my mom and my grandmother and, and they, how they just didn't understand me. And <laughs> you basically said that I didn't have to accept the narratives of the generations before me, you know, so forgive your mom and forgive your grandmother for they not know what they do. As for you, <laughs> you said stress is so normalized in your life that you don't even feel it. And you said, you know what? You're being watched like a damn circus animal. <laughs> And you said, I almost, you were so exacerbated. You said, I almost want you to do something drastic in order to break people's expectations of you because they're weighing so heavy on you. And you said, once you do that, your uterus will relax, you're relaxed, and everything will come at you all at one time. I will never, I will never forget that as for the day as I live. <laughs> Why you being all dramatic and telling family business out here in these streets? Ain't nobody, don't nobody need to know how I be cutting up on in, in, in public. I mean, uh, in private. Don't nobody need to know. Uh, okay, so that is so funny to me because I know Leandra and them are screaming. So we talked on the phone, and this is and this is this is the thing, right? And I want to get back to it because not a circus animal. So 
this is the thing. We pray for certain things. Mm. And then it shows up. So Napoleon Hill says, opportunity takes the slide backdoor approach. It's like it takes the slide backdoor approach because it shows up in a form that you don't expect it to show up. Like we're praying, you're praying to just get through in a sweet by and by. Already accepted the fate that you're doomed. And I'm over here saying that you could be completely healed. I was like, in 90 days, just come work with us. You won't stutter. You know, you'll be going. You just relax and you're going to be good. But here's the thing. You had to say yes. So the first time you join a three-day event, which I don't do anymore. I tried it twice. Never again. People are like, I'm, I'm going to join your next one. No, you ain't. But you were supposed to be in that. And then coincidentally, you didn't get to make it. Right? At, at all. So you were going to join the second one. And so I offered a one-on-one call to, to the women who signed up for the second one to talk about we needed to push the dates back a little bit. And you were the only person who accepted the call. And now we're on the phone and you got cussed out because I was like, there's no way you can be walking around with all that baggage to be normal. And you were like, what? <laughs> so I called you passively crazy. I said, you, I, I said, this is even worse because you're crazy. You don't even know you're crazy. And all of that stress and, and all of the things that you're not acknowledging and all of the pain that you've suppressed is showing up and manifesting in all of these things that are going on in your life. Now we jump to when you joined us in Vision Finder Masterclass and now I'm wilding out on the tag team is because you had not, and this is the thing, Jennifer, we become so ingrained in the conversation of lack and limitation and, and sickness and 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 normalize suffering that when somebody come and says, cause I, I was like, y'all need to come over here and drink the Kool-Aid, right? Like let's, let's change around our expectations and you can be free. You won't have high blood pressure. You won't, you'll be completely healed. Uh, you won't stutter, but you just got to let go of a few things. You had not accepted that reality. And that's when we get down and dirty and push your head in the mud. So what was that like, I would say, on the receiving end where somebody's trying to basically sell you and it's not sell as in through money, but sell your consciousness a whole new reality of what's possible for you? What was going on, I would say, in, in, in the, the first few weeks in the conversations of you trying to adopt a new narrative for your life? Yeah, so um, so it was something completely different that I had never that I had I had never experienced before had had never heard before like you know what you're going to heal and you said it with authority you said it with power and no one had ever spoke like that over my life before every time someone spoke over my life it was oh well it was always passive like oh well it's going to be okay or i don't know what to tell you at this point you spoke with authority and power and said no no over here you're going to heal and I was initially shocked at that second session conversation, but that's a part of your gift too. Like you, you know, at least with me, like God knew that I was not going to listen to anybody else who had the same authority as you. Um, because when you really lift the mirror, you lift the mirror. And it's it was jarring to me in a sense, well, if she is putting her all into me, the very least I could do is at least believe her, even if I didn't believe that or think it was possible to heal at the time. And I just went through the process. I had zero expectations. I let the process be what it was going to be and wasn't tied to like a certain result. Even though you said I was going to heal, I said, okay, we touched and agreed. 
and I went through the process and and that was that so hey Chris Rutherford here Forbes has reported that there's going to be a 40% increase worldwide in the number of millionaires by 2023 is that you or are you going to continue to talk about there's no money in the market there is plenty of money out here you just have to figure out how to get it from your jobs and into your pocket so I want to invite you to get my free case study how to use the superpower method to ask for and get a 30% raise in the next 90 days without getting another degree. Look, stop getting all these degrees. Go ahead and get this case study at changenowwithchristy.com. It's at no cost. Use the information, get the money that you deserve, and live the life that you desire. Take care. If two or more people can touch and agree on anything, it shall be done unto them. So I was looking for my book. I think it's in the room where Florence Scoval Shin said, we need a, a healer can speak life over, over other people. That's what one friend or a healer should do for another. We should start speaking life into people as opposed to agreeing with them in their normalized dysfunctions. We should start declaring good stuff for people as opposed to agreeing with them that they're going to be sick forever. We should start declaring full healing and don't be, be um, counting on these Facebook prayer groups. Child, people be like, I'm praying for you. No, they're not. Praying, prayers up. They never stop and pause long enough, Jennifer, to be like this. I want to offer a sincere prayer for so-and-so and so-and-so. They be like, I'm praying for you. Have not stopped to say a prayer. Saying I'm praying for you is not praying. So for all y'all Facebook prophets and all y'all out there talking about, I'm, I'm praying for you and you did not stop and give a moment of silence and actually enter into prayer to pray for somebody, stop saying it. That's not a prayer. So what are one or two things that uh, women can do if they're suffering with fibroids? Like I know it's in your book, but what are what are one or two things that, that women can do um, uh, to, to change the narrative of where they are right now. Um, so challenge the story that you're telling yourself. Cause that was big for me. It was all mindset, you know, because I can, I've always tell people, like, I can tell you all the steps, all the physical steps that I took to heal, to restore my body, to restore my soul and all of that. But it really boiled down to mindset and, you know, and challenging the narrative of, you know, 80% of Black women or 80% of women, period, will get fibroids by the time they're, they're age 50. It's in, and just go with expectation that if you want to be healed, it is possible. And the belief, like you can literally change your whole body with your belief. Um, number one. Number two, uh, meditation. I would say like, meditation was was the key that took my body out of the constant state of emergency that it was in. Uh, my body was always on high alert, you know, and I always talk about how like I'm not, I wasn't the angry one. I internalized a lot of my emotions. And so that's why I said that the manifestation of all of the conditions that I had was a cor direct correlation with how I felt internally. Did I want to admit that? No, because we protect our pain. You know, you know, we protect our pain because it hurts too bad. You know, like we, we coddle it when we find community, communities of people who love on us and 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 understand us and understand what we're going through. We, you know, we, we 
we cuddle with it at night. You know, you know, if, if your marriage, it can get in between you and your husband, your husband look at, looking up under the sheet and you ripping it down because of the fact that, you know, it hurts too bad. It hurt, it hurt too much to, to dive in into it on my own. And I needed someone like you in order to push me and challenge me to go ahead and dismantle those stories because I didn't want to, I personally just didn't want to admit. And I didn't want to admit that like chronic stress was, I didn't know that chronic stress was the root cause, but all, all of the trauma and stories and stuff that I had experienced had led up to that moment. So. Okay, baby, you unicorn over here dropping all caps, gems. You said we protect our pain. <laughs> and here's the thing. Anybody who consoles you in your complacency for conditions that you can change completely is your worst enemy in this season. Anybody who consoles you in your pain of, I'm not going to get ahead and I'm not going to make more money and I'm going to be sick like this forever. Anybody who consoles you and tells you that it's going to be okay when you are literally dying is your greatest enemy. You are not okay. Um, and so I try not to get aggressive with y'all. I can't help it, but I am willing to go down and dirty and drag y'all out the, the quicksand and, and clock you across the head a little bit until you yield and you jump back in there. I'm going to, I'm going to drag you back out. So let's talk about you showing up with no expectations. <laughs> Cause you paid your money, <laughs> but you, you believe something because I, I, I did speak with authority because I believed it. I said it. I, I remember when I said it, Tanker Ray was going to run around the room with the Holy Ghost. You, you hear me? Tanker Ray was going to take off running. She was like, <laughs> I was like, you're not going to stutter no more. Like I, she was going to take off running. So we show up to our jobs with full expectations and, gets dis and we get disappointed all the time. Like we show up to our jobs trying to control everything and control the narrative and, and, and we give everything and we do everything and we check all the boxes and get all these degrees. But when it, and, and, and to create change in the organization, I'm a transformational leader. Okay. How about we transform your life? Huh? <laughs> you, you said you was a transformational leader. No, 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 no. You don't understand. I'm a transformational leader at work. Yeah, but you broken and crazy. How about you transform your life? I don't know if that's possible. So I want to dig a little deeper because we got a little bit of time. Why did you show up with no expectations? And so, because th this situation was nothing I had ever experienced before. Like I had, I had never invested in in professional for you know personal development. I had never invested into a, a coach. But for some reason, my spirit at the time wanted a coach. You know, and and for me, my mindset was I want to work on my career, as sick as I was, um, and. <laughs> And wanted to navigate the leadership space. And, you know, my inner being is is as is, is, is big as they come. And so my inner being said, well, we're going to get the best and we're going to get the very best that, that can do this. And unknowingly, as God would have it, I stumbled onto your path. Because uh, <laughs> like everybody's like, well, how did you get in contact with, with Christy, an executive? leadership coach and I wasn't quite I was in the leadership space so I wasn't quite there yet 
Um, and so that's why I came in with, with zero expectations. But but when we touched and agreed, I did have that belief because I am a believer. I had that belief that, okay, deep down, even if I didn't say it out loud to you, I wanted to heal, did not want to be in the same space. I desired change so greatly that, you know, my whole entire world changed when I ran into you. And that was that. So let's talk about what happened because we had to work it out. We don't we, we don't work it out no more because we, we we've grown a little bit. But I was like, you you got enough money to get started. We'll work out the rest of it. Don't worry about the money. The money will come when you heal. When you take the step, when you move, let God show up and, and give the rest of it. So what had happened, uh, Jennifer? Because I know y'all know I like y'all to prove me right all the time. But the problem is most women are afraid to move. And I was talking to somebody yesterday and she was like, well, I, I want to get set up before I work with y'all. What you what, what you going to do? Like, why do you think that you need to do something to come over here? Why don't you relax and stop being a control freak and let us do what we do best? So I'm going to get off that. Come back to this money thing. Um, because I was like, if you make a decision, because you what, you were going to do something with the money, I want you to talk about it. Because I've had talked to women who just is crazy. And then they go out there and, you know, put their money other places. So talk about that part. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so so that second conversation, (laughs) you convinced me um, to join the master class. And I was like, but I'm trying to buy a house, Christy. Like, I'm trying to buy, I'm saving to buy a house. What house? I don't know. But I, but I, I, I wanted so badly just to be on my own two feet and be independent and all the all the good things that, that women in their early 30s want. And so you told me, you said, I'm not going to stop you from buying that house. You can buy your house. But, you know, you're not going to be healed up in that house, you know, like you're still going to be crazy. And I, and and it didn't take me, didn't really take me long to think about it. Um, you said it so calmly, too. Um, and it didn't take me long to think about it. And I said, well, if, if, if she is is on this phone for as long as she is, and it wasn't even tr- you trying to convince me because you don't have to upsell me on anything. You did not. You really believe that it was God that really placed you in my life to help me and to help me heal. I didn't know it at the time. And so I made it. I made a choice because everything in life starts with a decision, you know, whether you know it or not, um, and made the choice to go ahead and be in your master class. And within three weeks of working with you, I got a raise in the bonus um, at work. That covered the cost of the yes, investment. covered the cost of of got it back and then some. Yeah, right. Uh, and multiply. So here's the thing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. My goal. I I do guys work. Now we just we just require a premium price, premium rate on our on our services because we awesome. But no, I'm not trying to sell you. I'm trying to get you to change. And I will get down and dirty and rugged to try to break the narrative. And that's why I'll be yelling. I, I try not to, but I can't help it. Is because You've had this story, right, over your head that's been told for 20, no, 30 years, actually longer than that, because you've had generational stories that you've listened to. And I'm coming in with something new talking about there is a new story, but you have this blockage. So I have to start yelling to at least get a little bit through to hit y'all in the head, be like, boop, I can be a little different. So let's talk about the journey right? And unpacking and forgiveness. So what was, you know, don't give away our proprietary information, but what was, you know, through the meditation, 
what were some of the other things that you did um, that allowed you to be free? Yeah, so you just named one forgiveness was a, a big one for me um, and and having and going through the choice to forgive and forgive everyone on my journey because I was harboring a lot of resentment towards people and and by the time I had gotten to you I had started to defend myself and and because of course I wanted understanding it felt like no one understood what I was going through at the time even if I did have a community of people who were just like me and um, you know going through like surgery multiple surgeries and and all the things I had gone through, I just had enough. And, you, you know, just really, 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 really wanted, I just wanted, I didn't know what change meant, but I knew that it had to happen. And so with forgiveness, that was, I talked about that in my last like LinkedIn live interview and how that was so beneficial for me. Um, so yeah, those top two meditation, um, forgiveness, also reframing my thoughts too. Um, you helped me do that and reframe my thoughts, whether it was through affirmations, whether it was through just telling myself <laughs> that, you know, I was going to heal. It, it rewired my entire, you know, intellect, my entire brain about how I was thinking about, you know, the condition. You just offered it a, a brand new perspective for me that I had just never heard before. Hey, Chris Rutherford here. I hope that you are enjoying this podcast as much as we loved putting it together for you to share insight to make your life better. Now, did you get your copy of my resume course, How to Use the Superpower Method to Write an Irresistible Resume to Land You a High-Paying Job? Look, even if you have somebody write your resume for you, how do you know whether or not it sucks? <laughs> and did you give them the information to be able to write a great resume or did you hope that they were going to spend gold out of something that you gave them that wasn't that good? So get this course, not just to write your own resume, but to be able to provide resume writers with what they need to adequately tell your story so you can get paid the money that you desire and deserve. So go ahead and click on the link on around this video, get this course, use it and get paid what you deserve. It's less than $50. I mean, come on. Just get the course and use it. See you soon. Yeah, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. A lot of us need to be brainwashed. We get mad when people tell us something new. No, we need our brains to be taken out, washed out from all of the filth that we have developed and, and, and allowed in the environments that people lovingly created for us. Right? Like, it, it wasn't, they weren't trying to set you up to, to, to doom you, they were trying to prepare you that you wouldn't be able to have kids if you didn't get them out early. <laughs> right. And you being well accomplished, uh, studying over there in Paris and, and speaking French and all this other kind of stuff. I know, I know you was catching it. Be like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jennifer, we know you're out there living your life, but you better have this kid before it's too late. Was that happening? Like, cause, cause you know, your clock is all of our clocks have wound down and we've had to have kids, one or two kids and we were done. Jennifer, we know you're a professional woman. We, we raised you to be that. We, we raised you to go out there and live your best life, but you bet to go ahead and have a kid right now before it's too late. Was that a conversation that was going on? I, I mean, oh, I was getting it from all sides. You, you, you said it all. I was getting it from my doctor. My doctor had, had put me on a timeline and they, I, I said in, like in my book, how they would look at their, like my chart and they would look at me. Get my chart again, and they would look at me just because I'm taking serious off, but because, um, <laughs> you know, my 
<laughs> my medical condition was so dire. And then they were like, this is no possible way that you're going to be able to have children like the, in your current condition. My mom is is telling me, um, well, yeah, no, you need to have children. Like you, you like, you know, you're in your early thirties. Like, what are you waiting on? Like just, and it got into the point where I had auntie saying, you know, you don't have to be married to have a child, you know, like I'll like, you know, like we'll accept it in the family, you know, because of you and what you got going on. Uh, <laughs> and she would always tell me, you know, ask me, you know, um, when I saw her, are you pregnant yet? Are you pregnant yet? And that became that became my mindset when I was with dating men and and you know just out there you know just living my life out the mindset was like would he be a good father for my kids why am I saying this to myself because other people are are projecting their trauma on me and I'm adopting it as my truth how many times do like you know and it's because someone told you something you know like what are you telling yourself you know, what is your what, what is your inner self, your true and authentic self? If you remember who that is, what are, what is she telling you? What is he or she telling you? And, you know, it just reframed my whole world was was like that. Every time I would run into somebody, well, you know, like, you know, um, with endometriosis, you know, you probably will have to have IVF or, you know, you, like, you'll you probably, you know, I can be your surrogate, sis. You want me to be your surrogate? I've, I've, I've gotten it all. And I put myself on, a, on an, an invisible timeline, putting more pressure on myself, causing more stress. But it was only a manifestation of how I felt internally. I was, I didn't feel good enough. I was insanely hard on myself because I didn't feel good enough. I felt undeserving. I thought the solution was to do more and be more for other people. You know, I, like I always talk about, I was addicted to serving because if I, because my mindset, if I could pour so much into you, you know, that it, at least I'll, I'll feel better for, about myself because I didn't feel good about myself at all. And that's where all of that came from. And once I, you know, dismantle all of that trauma, no, don't nobody ask me about no kids. <laughs> I am at peace with where I am. Don't you ask me about no kids. <laughs> so you said something that was so good. You said I adopted their trauma as my truth, right? Yeah, I don't know if y'all taking notes, Jennifer. You know, you know, I'll be taking notes and everybody, but. We allow these filthy conversations because they filthy once you get clean. And we, we're normalized in filthy conversations about dysfunctions and about low expectations and about limitations. And we not only speak those to ourselves about ourselves, we speak it uh, from ourselves to other people, like about ourselves, to other people. And we allow other people to doom us and damn us with their trauma. And we agree with them. We touching and agreeing with the wrong people. But once you get clean, baby, you bet not <laughs> come over here and say something to me about whatever I don't want. So now you're in control of your narrative. You're not allowing that. And if they want to be in your life, they're going to clean up their language too, or they're going to have to go. Um, so you're walking around brokenhearted, right? You're walking, you're walking around with all of the, uh, I mean, not even what 20 competing narratives in your head from family members and well-meaning family members and friends and the community. And, and now you're trying to run out, you know, run up on news to my, you want a baby right now? They're like, what? 
Like, I tell him, is he gonna be a good father for my baby? Uh, Jennifer, I just asked y'all for coffee. I ain't trying to, you know, I do want to hit it. I'm gonna get off that. I do want to hit it, but I don't know if I want to have no kid with you right now. I mean, calm down, God dog. So you become desperate and then it's not working. And then you're like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I? And now you're heartbroken. That's why you look so raggedy in them pictures, right? So now you you're creating your reality. What is that like? Like what? Because I want women to understand that we are allowing other people to control our circumstances by the words of their mouth. We're allowing other people to control the narrative of, of what we should expect in our lives personally and professionally by their trauma and out of the out of the filthy lenses of their dysfunctional ASSs. So now that you've cleaned up your heart, you've cleaned up your mindset and you've be ye transformed, created me, Lord, you know, uh, uh, a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me. Everything talks about renewal is possible. So what is, what is your life like now with regards to, um, you know, how you show up personally and then professionally? Yeah. Um, I just simply took the focus off of those, the medical conditions. I starved the very thing I was paying them the most attention to when it, where it, you know, when your focus goes, energy flows. And, and now, you know, I, I just, I not discovered, but purpose was revealed to me, um, you know, throughout this, this whole journey, you know, I became pain-free. Uh, I like to say that it's like, pain-free, but um, I don't have any of the conditions that I, that I had before when I met you. I don't have fibroids. I don't have endometriosis. I am literally, I was in pain every single day at my worst. I am not in pain anymore. I am literally walking on air and, and, and people look at me like I have two heads because like, like I looked at you, like you had two heads when you told me you were going to heal. And they're like, how sis? Like, what did you do? Like, I am sitting here with, with no pain whatsoever. I do not have high, high blood pressure. I don't stutter. I'm sitting here in the confidence and power that I always had. You know, like, like we sit here and, you know, like the Bible first, but the Bible talks about seek ye first the kingdom. And people are always looking outwardly for, you know, seeking what the kingdom is. The kingdom is in you. You are the energy of your creator. You are the energy of your source. Okay. It starts and ends with you. So once you recognize that power that you have with you, you can use that power to heal you. I'm a living testament of that. Okay. Deaconess, Brandison, God, go. So here's the thing. And Bob Proctor talked about it. He said, when you get a gift from God, it comes from God to me, through me, to you. Now, through you, who are you going to give it to? The problem is we're not, we don't have any expectations. And 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 now it's like, I can speak with authority to say you're going to be healed. He was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Now your job, your purpose, your divine design is to now go speaking to other people. You're a living testament and a testimony to what you're saying. Cause you, and you just got free, like free, free, free. It was last year, right? Like you just got free. Yeah. So now you create a new narrative instead of saying 80% of black and brown women are, should expect to get fibroids over 50, like 80%. That's a lot. Now you're like, I completely healed from mine. Let me show you how to do that. Right. 
Like I could now instead of and I like the white dress project. I, I like it, but it, it also supports the narrative of we're we're gonna have it. Let's all cope together. And now you're walking in there talking about you know y'all can completely heal, right? What? Let me show you how you're gonna create a whole new narrative and a whole new movement around what's possible. So I'm excited uh, for your journey. I always get excited because I like I love y'all to prove me right. It makes me so happy. But um, so so tell tell everybody how to get your book. Let me see if I can put it in the banner right quick. Hey, Chrissy Rutherford here, inviting you to join my private community, Money Loves Happy People. Yes, the information is so good. We do live interviews Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I have hundreds of on-demand videos in this community, including my signature course, How to Use the Superpower Method to Write an Irresistible Resume, my other course, Seven Keys to Getting the Raise that You Desire and Deserve. I made hundreds of videos from amazing thought leaders from around the world. You have access to on-demand for less than $500. Go ahead, register, join us in this community, get this insight and get paid what you desire and deserve. Take care. <laughs> yeah, so you can go to releasethepressurebook.com um, to purchase a copy of my life-changing, amazing book. Um, <laughs> and are you typing it in the chat? Yep, yep. Oh, okay. Okay. And if you want to join my email list about all of the updates that are going on with me, you can go to www.healwithgen.com. I am developing a 90-day program to help women heal the same as I did. And we just launched the book. It was amazing. And I'm looking forward to now chasing destiny um, mm -hmm. and knowing how all of the pieces of my destiny all came together to work for my good. So mm. all things work together for my good. So Jennifer also just launched. So y'all connect with her on LinkedIn and then also subscribe to her newsletter. I challenged her to, uh, you want to talk about me challenging to write that newsletter or what? Cause I, I would love to tell the story, but I'd like you to tell the story. <laughs> it's so many stories, but <laughs> uh, one day, see like, <laughs> Christy likes to be mystical. Um, and, and one day I was minding my business <laughs> and happened to check my email and I see article like Christy don't even put like a subject line or a call to action or nothing in the emails anymore. It just said article with a link to it. And I looked at it and I was like, you know what? Because I knew what it was. I knew what you've done it before. So I knew what it was. So I was like, either I, this is a test or she want me to do something. And I was like, all right, I read the article and it just, it was so traumatic. The the lady story about, you know, having a miscarriage after, you know, after figuring out that she had fibroids and I was able to pinpoint what, what was the turning point um, in, in her story and sent that back to you. And you said, so when are you going to start your newsletter to now share a new truth? you know, about, about women's health and about fibroids and endometriosis. And, and the only thing I could say was, okay, I'm on it. 
fight because <laughs> it's true. There's a new narrative need, needs to be needs to be said of, about these conditions. You know, uh, over 170 million women worldwide have multiple chronic conditions. You know, like when are we going to sound the alarm about that and stop focusing so much on treatment and focus on the healing? What are you doing to heal? And that was the number one question I had when I wrote my book. Like, how are we healing from this? You know, and 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 now I I have the tools to help women heal. I have the blueprint. So let me show you how. All right, y'all. Y'all go to uh, releasethepressurebook.com to get Jennifer's book. I wrote the foreword. Of course, I write the foreword. Who else is she going to ask to write the foreword? Like, what are you talking about? She was like, oh, I didn't know what you were going to do. Who else you going to ask? Right? So ask somebody else to write this foreword and see what happens. Um, and then you can also join her email list to keep up with her at healwithjen.com. Subscribe to her newsletter. And this is the thing, right? Once, once you choose to be different because it's because it's a decision it's a decision to believe that you can have a greater life and 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 even if you weren't 100 percent bought in in the beginning apparently because you were so stuck which is which is the story of a lot of women and that's why i love you know not only just what we do um but this platform is because i want women to know that their lives can be different i want women to know that your life can be completely different and it don't even take that it doesn't even take that long right like you can have a completely different life and then have your purpose revealed to you everybody out there looking for your purpose and you said it purpose is revealed like your purpose was within you you came here with it but are you willing to do the work so you can start to share a new story and not be sharing your testimony. And so, you know, the article that I sent you was a story and it was tragic of this lady. It was how many ever women who lose their, who have miscarriages because of their fibroids. And I wanted you to create a new narrative to say, if you heal from your fibroids, then, then, you know, we won't be devastated out here losing kids and having miscarriages, you know, later in the stage of pregnancy. So, um, so I'm excited about your charge and, and, and the challenge to go out and change the world. I mean, you were a world changer anyway. You were just talking about the wrong thing. You weren't sharing, sharing your trauma out there, just strengthening the narrative of, of other women. And now it's how do you create a whole new conversation, a whole new conversation, uh, which is exciting. Uh, it's terrifying, but it's exciting as well because you're, you're now rebuking all the things that women have said, but Jennifer, you did it. You're not somebody, a shake and bake person out there telling women what they can have and then not have it for you too. So I'm proud of you. Uh, the, the Vision Fund International community is proud of you and, and your progress. And we can't wait to see where it goes. I mean, I'm, I got my popcorn to the best show on earth. So do you have any uh, last words for the listeners and the viewers before we close out? Yeah, I mean, this is, we always talk about change the narrative. But it's really about creating a new story for your life you know, especially if you're unhappy with the one that that's that's where you currently are, you have to ask yourself are your actions currently serving you in this moment. If they're not, you know, call Christy, um, because I would have never expected me to to heal in the way that I did totally eradicate disease from my body just with her perspective. That was it. Like you and your teachings and everything that you do was just something different. I did something different. And when you do something different, you get a massive result, even if you didn't have any expectations. So thank you so very much because, you know, 
you are my mentor. You're my coach. And I prayed, <laughs> I, was, I prayed so hard for a mentor, even like in my early 20s and facing rejection and all of that, even before I was diagnosed. And it was like, God was like, wait on it. Mm-hmm. Wait on it. I got somebody. <laughs> and I am so happy to be a part of your community. I'm so happy that you are in my life in the way that you are. And I'm excited too. I can't wait. Yep. Yep. All right, Jennifer. Well, y'all can go to uh, join me at my event that's coming up tomorrow, actually. Uh, but you got the Eagle Crew coming to me. Let me, let me show you all. Your, let me give you all your claps while you're here. There, there it is. <laughs> there she go, Lena. Um, but yeah, y'all can join me at my event tomorrow. Um, LevelUpWithChrissy.com. We would love to. I'll probably be yelling for four hours. You know how I do. But, um, you know, the goal really, ladies, is just to create a new narrative. And I couldn't speak healing over your life had I not completely healed from being crazy. I know crazy look like I used to look at her in the mirror every single day. And so it's it's now my mission and my joy and my exhaustive work, because y'all are a lot, to be able to go out and now create a new narrative for women around the world with regards to what's possible for us. So uh, I appreciate you, baby unicorn. Bye, y'all. Wait, hold on. Let me Let me get these last through. Leandra say he came through show did eagle crew that's um amanda that's amanda by the way amanda shows up as linkedin user (laughs) 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 all right y'all have a great weekend take care thank you for joining us be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review if you love this episode follow christy on instagram and linkedin and don't forget to get her free gift by texting change now all one word. Again, change now to 66866. Until next time, go out and win bigger.